What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 47 of Save Crystal, the podcast all about video game nostalgia. Today's episode is about Spyro the Dragon. I'll be bringing my wife on here in just a little bit uh, because she loves the series and she has played basically everything there is to play. And we're just, you know, we kick back, we talk about the games and uh, just kind of chat. So that will be coming. And at the very, very end, the tail end of this podcast, I threw in my review of the original Spyro game. Now, to clear up any confusion, uh, this was done a couple years ago, the review part, and if you would like to see the video version, you could go to my YouTube channel, Save Crystal Gaming, go under the playlist, go to Video Game Reviews, and you can find it and watch it there. Now, like I said, this was done years ago, so if you hear me talking in the review at the end about the Reignited Trilogy, the trailer had just come out at that point. So I don't really go into a lot of detail of it and I'm kind of talking about it releasing. Um, so anyways, yes, the, the, the part, the part where me and my wife are talking is new up to date. However, the review I put on the end was from a couple years ago. Just wanted to get that out there. So we're going to do a couple Q and A's. Uh, I did just pick two. That way we can kind of keep the intro short and head on in, uh, to the episode. So first thing here, we've got, from Chip and Rob Gaming, they ask, what are your favorite box art for video games? Um, right off the bat, the first one that comes to mind is Castlevania for NES. I love I love the colors in that. Um, I really honestly need to get a poster made of that and hang it here in my game studio. But I love the artwork, the castle with Dracula's face up in the sky beside it. I love it. It's beautiful. Um Man, there were a lot of Atari games. The box art was, it was, it was amazing. Uh, you know, like Yars Revenge. I can think of that one right off the top of my head. Um, Berserk. Man, that was good too. I like that one. Um, Missile Command, which I believe was on the cover of the uh, Art of Atari book. Is that what it was called? The Big Red Book. Yes, I'm actually I can see it from here. Um, And that was the thing, like the Atari games, they, the box arts looked good. And then you put the game in and it looks like an Atari game. Not, you know, it wasn't good, but, um, that was, I think what got Atari in a bit of trouble. That is, that's one of the biggest things about sales. You go to the store, you, before the internet, you're looking at different games and you have to judge it off the cover. I mean, the same can be said, you know, going back to my Blockbuster video, when you're wanting to rent a movie, you're looking at the cover in the back, you know, you're wanting to see what's all, what this game's all about. You pick it by the cover, you put the game in, it's like, bleh. So, um, but even going back to the any go to the NES years later, um, they... I think the original games that released the actual box art were from the games. And, you know, a little later they started to kind of do what, you know, Atari did. But uh, at that point, I think they were, they already had a a good reputation. So, uh, but 
anyways, with that being said, I know that was a long answer. I'm sorry, but it is Castlevania for NES. It's got to be my all-time favorite. All right, and our final one for the day, MissGuy89 says, I recently found your podcast through your Zelda walkthrough on YouTube. My question is, what kind of collecting are you into now? So, first of all, thank you. Um, I hope you subscribed if you found that walkthrough. Um, and I hope you're subscribing right here on uh, Save Crystal. But I do appreciate your question. Um, yes, so my the collecting I'm into... I've really changed a lot. Like I used to just collect video games, just the more video games I could get, the better. And I'm like, no, I don't really want to do that. There was a lot of games that I was collecting that I've never even played. So I cut that off and I was like, I really just want to collect the games I love or, uh, you know, I really liked. And that's really what I do now. I don't collect, um, you know, I can't, you know, my Nintendo 64 collection's almost complete, so I'm not going to stop there. Um, I am just, you know, I'm watching prices. I'm not going to go out and outright pay awful, you know, prices for these games just to complete the collection. Uh, I'm going to watch for deals, and it's that's the fun. It's the hunt. And um, But other than that, really, I think I am more now into collecting video game memorabilia. I guess you could call it, uh, but like the Resident Evil uh, 3 Nemesis standee that I have, or the um, Tomb Raider 2 banner that I have, or the different, you know, Breath of the Wild statue, or stuff like that. Things that capture, heck, even, even magazines, video game magazines, I love to look back at that stuff. It's stuff that, that captures the memories um, I love to look at this Resident Evil cardboard cutout, this standee, and think, man, this thing used to sit in the stores in 1999 to promote this game. Many people walked by this and wondered what this game was going to be like. I like to capture those moments, and that's why I am a big, big fan of nostalgia, uh, not just for video games, but that's what this is all about. So, But with that being said, thank you guys for sending in your questions. Um, usually I will put a post on my YouTube channel under the community section. If you have any questions, send them to me there and, uh, you may get yours read right here on the show. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get into episode 47, Spyro the Dragon. Okay, rolling. Oh, it's been peaceful here in the five worlds, or is it six for a dragon's age? We now have 12,000 treasure, or is it 14,000? What about this Ganasty Gnort character? Now I understand he's found a magic spell to turn gems into warriors for his cause. I'll take that question. Nasty Nork is a simple creature. Simple. He has been contained in a remote world and is no threat to the Dragon Kingdom. No threat! Besides, he is ugly. Ugly? That does it! Looks like I've got some things to do. Alright, joining me for the first time on my show here at Save Crystal is my wife, Destiny. Now, I told you guys that I was going to be bringing her on, and uh, we we're going to talk Spyro the Dragon. Now, this has been requested for a while, and uh, anytime I bring somebody new on for the first time, I always ask them... Uh, what their favorite game of all time is. So, 
I'll let you say hi and what your all-time favorite game is. Hi, I'm Destiny. Uh, my favorite game is Spyro the Dragon. Spyro the Dragon released in September 1999 for Sony's PlayStation. Um, what is your first memory that you can remember? I know it's probably hard. Um, I Are you saying I'm old? Well, we are getting there. <laughs> um, but, you know, when I was younger, I never beat Spyro. Um, mm. I usually just played up until uh, Magic Crafters. And that was about it. So, but what is your first memory that you can remember of uh, Spyro? I was probably six or seven. Um, I played all the way up to, let me think, not Magic Crafters, the the, the, the fifth world. Um, oh, Lord. I told you I'm getting old. <sighs> You gonna look it up? Yep. <laughs> okay. Anywho, I went to the last world, and um, I didn't have a memory card, <clears throat> wow. so I just had to pause my game because I don't know we were um going somewhere, and I came back, and, and it, it was, was gone. No, it was shut off. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I was very upset because um, Dreamweavers. That's what it is. Okay. Magic Crafters. And Dreamweavers are my two favorite worlds. And so my little seven-year-old, six-year-old self worked very hard to get there. And it was gone. Yeah. Very I, traumatizing. Well, I've never gone without a memory card. But I've heard some stories of people leaving their consoles on uh, for a very long time. And either it blew up or they, there was a power outage or something. But... It didn't blow up because it still worked. I just, I don't know what happened to it. <laughs> Well, a few years back, um, you decided to 100%, well, 120%, um, complete the game, and the original game for PlayStation 1. And I can remember that you ran into some problems, uh, some issues with the treetops level. Yeah, that um, was uh, fun. Well, I remember you were constantly, because I don't have the strategy guide for the original Spyro. I had to YouTube and, it. Yes, you were on YouTube constantly looking and trying to figure it out. But kind of explain what you have to do in that to get that last dragon. So in that um, level, it's there's a lot of gliding. There's a lot of supercharge ramps. And what you have to do is you have to go down supercharge ramps, jump, go like backwards up one and it's just a whole like <laughs> process that you have to do in order to get that last dragon and honestly if nobody like had a strategy guide or whatever there i don't see how anybody could just figure that out on their on their own but i remember as a kid i'm like how do i get over there so you never got over there as a kid oh my gosh no see and that's the thing like you know it's difficult when we actually after she had done this um and figured it out by people on YouTube. That is that YouTube's basically your strategy guides now. But when she finally figured this out, I come across an old PlayStation demo disc that I had. I believe it was like a PlayStation Underground disc where there is a guy on there uh, showing you how to do it. And if you have to make a video to put on a demo disc to help people out, um, it's probably pretty complicated. But um Anyway, other than that, uh, you ran into the flying levels. I don't know. Whoever, whoever thought that would be a good idea 
Yeah, I remember. Oh, I hate those. So for my YouTube channel, um, I decided I was going to 100% the game. And when I can't remember what flying world it was. Uh, it was, it at, was in Beast Maker. Is that um, the one with the treasure chest? Yeah. The um, Beast Makers. Or where you have to. Those things are like. It's with the water. With the boats, yes. Yes. I remember I recorded that. I done a live stream of it. And when it was done, I downloaded the live stream to my computer and I literally edited, like, I had to edit it down because it took me so long. The people that actually watched that live stream and stayed on there the whole time, like, that was, that took me so long. Those flying levels are... Ain't no joke. Uh, but, um, <clears throat> so anyway, I had to cut that live stream down. And uh, so I always say in video games, one of the most important parts of the game is the the music. And the original game uh, had some really good music. Now, I mean, all the games did, but uh, man, Dark Hollow, that's my jam. Dark Hollow, but um, the Magic Crafters world is my favorite music. I don't know why. I don't. I guess I don't really have a solid reason. It's just I don't know. It's it's fun. It's upbeat. I don't know. Well, and it's I think your favorite it's, world too. It right? is my favorite world. The music and the world itself is my favorite. my least favorite world um is beast beast makers that's, that's the that's the fourth one okay that's like the swampy oh, yeah. looking one yeah, I, I don't like that one i just i don't know it's so depressing <laughs> i'm kind of boring because i like artisans <laughs> it's just the first one but i don't know it's just i think that's it's the nostalgia and mm -hmm. whenever i first come into those gardens and you free the first dragon there um, up on that. I don't know what you would call it. But, and then over there where the waterfall is and the, the little secret, the secrets with the stones, you get a flying world. Like, and that would open, what's that called? Do you remember? That, the name of the flying world? I don't remember. Yeah, but, don't either, but you just jump on the <clears> stones <throat> and you can actually jump on the stones before, because you go to, in the Magic Crafters world, there's, you go to, um, Wizard's Peak, Wizard's Peaks, and a dragon there at the end, if you un, like, unlock him, he'll tell you that in the artisan home, go to the waterfall and jump on the stones. But you can do that before you 
go yeah. to Magic Crafters. Yeah, it's kind of like in the original Zelda. Um, well, the old man is supposed to... There's different things that tell you through the dungeon, but if you already know, you don't have to wait for it to tell you. You can just mm -hmm. go ahead and do it. Um, so let's talk about the uh, second world real quick, Peacekeepers. I remember when I was a kid, seeing those guys moon you for the first time. <laughs> and I was absolutely blown away that there was a barrier end. I, I liked to, to flame their butts. Yeah. <laughs> there was a... There was a bare rear end and, and a PlayStation game. That blew me away. And and now... They would shake. Yeah. They'd shake their, their, their behinds. And there's nudity in games now. Like, I remember playing... I think it was Heavy Rain, where you literally interact with a shower scene. Interesting. And I, I was still living at home playing that. And I'll never forget... Because you can't skip it or anything. And this the woman is just naked. Her boobs are out. Everything's out. And I'm thinking, my God, please don't let my mom or dad come back here in, in my room and see this. <laughs> it was, it was, uh, but yeah, I remember that. That really shocked me. But let's move on from the first game. Mm -hmm. uh, the sequel, Spyro uh, Ripto's Rage, released in November 1999. And then the third game to complete the trilogy on the PlayStation 1, Spyro Year of the Dragon, released October 2000. Mm -hmm. Now, I played a good bit of Ripto's Rage. Uh, I've told you before, me and my mom had played that a good bit, but we mm -hmm. gave up on finding orbs. And I never played Year of the Dragon. Still to this day, I have never touched Year of the Dragon. I I really like Year of the Dragon. I like it better than Ripto's Rage. And about a month ago, we had, well, I know I had COVID. You were, you possibly had it. You weren't tested though. But while I was off work for two, three weeks, I decided to beat all three of those games with the new, like, Reignited trilogy. And um, I beat the first one again. I beat the second one. And I did them all, like, like I complete the, completed the whole games. Like, I found all the orbs. I found the, the gems. I got the gems. I got the dragons. I got the uh, the eggs. Mm -hmm. You had to help me with a couple mm -hmm. of like the side challenges because some of them were just too much for me. That was a long. Uh, how long were we in? Are we quarantined for? About three weeks. Yeah, and you done that. I played uh, the Legend of Zelda: a Link to the Past. I've never played so many video like <laughs> I've never spent so much like time playing video games than that. <clears throat> period in my life that was absurd we couldn't do anything no but um so something i never knew until i talked to you about the spyro series was the original spyro story didn't end on the playstation one console no uh it went on uh, another two games into mm -hmm. the playstation 2 and mm -hmm. the gamecube era mm -hmm. and some of these games uh well this was the debut well no i wouldn't say that because i don't know much about the um the handheld like, I don't think those like really followed the yeah. first, like the first five. But on a on a home console, this was the first time that Spyro the Dragon went to Nintendo. Um, now there were the releases of Enter the Dragonfly and A Hero's Tale. Mm -hmm. Never played either of these, oh but um, they they followed the same, maybe maybe not so much the same storyline, but the characters, you know, like you had told me. Um, Ripto Ripped, yeah. comes back and enter the dragonfly, and then in a hero's tale, nasty. nasty. 
And he's the first boss that you fight. In doesn't a hero's we talk. watched a, a cut scene or something where Spyro makes the comment about beating nasty. again. Yeah, he was, it was in a hero's tale. Um, in the beginning, like the, like the opening scene or whatever, um, the professor who's like a little, I think a little mole is what mm -hmm. he is. And he was, you know, explaining to Spyro who this new villain is. He's red. He's this big red dragon. And um, he met, he mentions to Spyro that he has nasty and his minions like doing all his dirty work. And Spyro says something along the lines of, didn't I beat that guy years ago? Yeah. So there, there's your tie in to the original games. Now I remember you playing a hero's tale at the old house and it made you oh an my. angry individual. Gosh, I, mm, I could have, I've could have, I could have put my fist through some stuff. And you beat that, right? I did beat that. What about Enter the Dragonfly? I, okay, so it's been a hot minute, but I am almost positive I beat that game. And that's a fun game. It's it's very, it's very like cutesy, I guess you could say, because you got all these little baby dragonflies you're trying to save. That, that's a fun game. Um, but I'm not sure, like, between those two, which one I like, which one I like the best. There's different qualities of both that I like well, and I remember I think I have a hero's tale on the GameCube. I think. Mm -mm. Are you sure? Because I think I remember you complaining. No, yeah, no, 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 no. You're right, you're right. I did play it on the GameCube. <laughs> you were so mad. Yeah, was, at the I, game. You I, were yelling at me because I had it for GameCube. <laughs> because I never played it on and it well, no, I never played that one on GameCube, so I was used to a PlayStation controller. Yeah. That's all I had as a kid yeah. was PlayStation. Like anything outside of PlayStation was like, I don't know. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. Well, and the PlayStation 2 was, you know, I'd mentioned it in my last episode uh, of the GameCube. The PlayStation 2 was, if somebody had a game console and they could only have one, like it was a kid or something, it wasn't somebody who had their own money to buy whatever they wanted. Most people ended up with a PlayStation 2. It was mm -hmm. the hottest thing at the time but um <clears throat> but anyways after all of this a whole new series came out the legend of spyro series and uh this was i loved it this was an attempt to grab a new younger audience uh and introduce them to spyro you know three new spyro games released and they didn't follow the original games it was like a reboot like they kind of it was a brand its own, new story yeah and uh, so three new games, and they were titled one. The, well, the first game is a great name for starting a new series. It was called A New Beginning, and it released October 2006. Uh, the second game was The Eternal Night, released October 2007, and Dawn of the Dragon released in October 2008. Now, like you said, you really enjoyed these. Mm -hmm. um, would you, I don't know, are they, are they just two separate things, or would you say... Maybe this series was better than the original? Um, I wouldn't necessarily say it's better, but it has some qualities that I like better. Like, it's more like you have more combat, whereas, like, in the original series, all you had to do is, like, charge or flame somebody. Mm -hmm. In this one, you actually, like, fight. If that, like, you yeah. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that I thought was really cool. Um... And the thing with this series is Spyro um, doesn't even know he's a dragon. He thinks he's a dragonfly because he was... Was raised. Yeah, because 
there's okay so like in the beginning there's all these dragons and they're waiting for this purple dragon to be born which only happens every so many like thousands of years or something like that and well the the like the antagonist in this in the first game knows that this little purple dragon's going to be born and I can't remember if he like either wants to destroy him or take him and like corrupt him or whatever. Mm. So Ignitus, who is one of like the elders or guardian dragons, whatever you want to call him, he sends him on down the river and he's still, he's still an egg at this point. And this family of dragonflies finds him and he hatches and they raise him like he's a dragonfly. So he doesn't even know that he can fly and mm -hmm. breathe fire and do all this crazy stuff and this is this is the series with david spade right yeah david spade is sparks, sparks. and then elijah wood who was in um what are those movies called lord of the rings mm -hmm. he plays that i don't frodo that's his name he voices um he voices spyro and then gary oldman mm -hmm. voices ignitus Who's Gary Oldman? I don't know. Oh, but <laughs> you just happen to know. I, <laughs> I hope that's right. But it is right. I know. <laughs> you just know him. I do. <laughs> um, I remember you were wanting to play um, because Dawn of the Dragon. That's a good one. I like that one. That came out for the PS2 and 360. The 360. I'm not sure about the PS3. Um, I, I mean, I would have to think if it was on the PS2, then it probably made its way onto the ps3 but i've never seen it so i can't say um but i remember you had the 360 version and your xbox 360 started making some terrible noises and we opened the disc drive and it put a perfect ring around the bottom of that game scratching it and, and i don't understand why because i never like dropped my <clears throat> 360 i never spilt anything on it like i took care of it so i don't yeah. understand what happened and i think also well we we did get an or we had the playstation 2 version i had picked it up at some point and mm -hmm. i think you just went ahead and played on that mm -hmm. i don't know if we ever got another 360 version know. all right so spyro would eventually end up in skylanders and nobody liked it no i mean well somebody had to like it because skylanders did sell pretty well but i don't i don't think people first of all his look was terrible he looked funny he looked like a little gremlin kid i don't or like like a like a pug yes like it, a pug mixed with a dragon it was that's, terrible that's what they did to him and it eventually ended up with a hashtag on twitter save spyro and that was successful um but after the success of the remastered crash games um, we got the Reignited Trilogy, mm -hmm. and the Reignited Trilogy games looked very good. Mm -hmm. uh, you kind of touched upon those earlier, uh, where you, during COVID, had completed those games 100% of them. Um, but I remember when the trailer came out, and seeing one of the dragon statues in the graphics that we have today, uh, it was so cool. But, um, I don't know. With... So, okay, here's my question to you. So, like, me with Resident Evil, mm -hmm. I love the remakes, but the nostalgia for the original games will always be there. Yeah. 
So do you find yourself more likely wanting to play the remastered games or going back to the originals? Um, I mean, that rebooted series, like The Legend of, they're, they're still their own standalone. Yeah. There's nothing remade of those, but I'm talking like the original three games. Right. Um, I think it's always fun to go back and play the original ones just to kind of see, like, this is where it started. Like, this is what graphics looked like back, like, then. Mm -hmm. um, but I still do like to play the Reignited just to, because it kind of, I think it, the new the newer graphs, graphics bring it to life, if that makes sense. And I'm going to be putting in here uh, at the end of this, usually I save these for micro episodes, but years ago, I done a, um, a small review on my YouTube channel, and... Uh, I'm just going to put it here at the end, and uh, that'll be the end of the show. But uh, if you want to watch that, the video version of it, it is on my YouTube channel, Save Crystal Gaming. Um, but I want to thank you for being on. I'm sure maybe I'll have you on again sometime. We'll figure something out to talk about. Yeah. But uh, thank you all so much for listening. Um, be sure to check out Save Crystal on YouTube. Like I said, Save Crystal Gaming. Uh, subscribe wherever you may be listening to this, whether it's Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, or Radio Public, wherever it is. And I thank you all so much for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Spyro the Dragon released September 9, 1998 for Sony's PlayStation and was developed by Insomniac Games. If you don't know who Spyro is, I have no idea how you found this video. But to me, Spyro was definitely a top mascot at one point in the video game world. This franchise would see a total of 13 games between 1998 and 2008, and sadly, we didn't see this little sassy purple dragon again. Well, there was Skyland. No, it didn't happen. However, the announcement of the Reignited Trilogy has gaming fans all over the world excited. I'm just going to review the game that started it all, so without further ado, let's review Spyro the Dragon. So the story goes, a villain by the name Nasty Nork overhears the dragons doing an interview and claiming Nasty to be no threat and ugly. ugly. This sets him off where he turns every dragon into stone, except one. That one being Spyro. I would imagine he was missed due to his size. But now we've been introduced to this adorable little guy, but don't let that fool you, because he has an attitude as big as they come. The goal of the game is to rescue the dragons and defeat Nasty. Spyro must go through six worlds, each consisting of a main area, three regular levels, one flight level, and one boss battle. You are joined on your journey with Sparks. Sparks is a dragonfly and best friends with Spyro. Sparks will take hits for you, just three though, then you're on your own. Sparks has three colors he changes into to make you aware of how many hits he can take. If he's yellow, he's full health, blue, he's in the middle. If he's green, he's really low, and you gotta help him out. If he's low on health, or completely gone, you can defeat enemies and collect the butterflies to bring Sparks back to full health. These controls are some of the smoothest controls that I have ever found to be in a PlayStation 1 game. Spyro has two attacks. He can toast enemies by breathing fire into them by using the O button. Spyro can also charge enemies by holding down the square button. Now over the years, this is honestly still a great game. And it's just not one of those ones that you can't stand to look at 20 years later. Of course, if you put it beside the Reignited Trilogy, it doesn't stand a chance.
The music in a video game is a huge factor for me. If I'm going to put time into a game, it's got to have a great soundtrack. Would you rather hear nails scratching down a chalkboard or hear the music from the Wizard Peak level? By the way, the Wizard Peak level has the same music to the ending credits of The Amanda Show. How fun were the 90s? I can't really find anything bad to say about this game. I can name a couple annoying things, such as the egg guy you have to chase and the dragon you have to free far, 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 far away in the treetops level. That dragon was so difficult to get to, a walkthrough showing you how was released on a PlayStation demo disc. While you do these next series of jumps, you'll want to be holding down the square button and pressing X at the very end of the ramp to get the most height. From this platform right here, you want to supercharge down the ramp, jump at the end, when you reach the next platform, immediately turn right, jump to the next platform, jump again to your right, go up the wrong way to this supercharged platform, jump at the end, one last platform, jump, and a long glide will take you there. Now this isn't like today where you can just get on your phone or get on your computer and search YouTube and go and find it. You either had to have the strategy guide or you had to have this demo disc. So I popped in the demo disc and I watched the guide do it. It was pretty cool. but. Today, things are a lot more simple. All in all, this is a classic. It truly is a masterpiece, and I can't wait for the Reignited Trilogy. The Crash games were done very well with the Insane Trilogy, but I've always liked Spyro a bit more than Crash. We hoped for a remastered Spyro Trilogy, and we're getting it. It's going to introduce Spyro to a new generation of kids, and they will most likely fall in love with him just like most of us did as kids. That is, if Fortnite dies soon. But a special shout out to those who joined the trending hashtag SaveSpyro on Twitter because I believe that played a big part. And who knows, maybe in the future, we'll get a brand new Spyro title. <laughs>